What's one of the biggest industries right now, would you say? Biggest industries, booming industry. IT, entertainment, what else? Beverages, okay, you have to say that because you're in beverages. Some people say beverage. Here's the thing about industry. We are at the verge of a lot of people losing jobs because of robots, right? People are creating technology all the time. So my question is, does technology make things more simple or more difficult? What would, what would you say? Is it, is it more simple or is it more difficult? Many people say, well, tech makes things way more simple, but does it challenge you to become better? This is the question, okay? So in 15 years, I did some research. In 15 to 20 years, one of the leading publishers online talked about 15 different jobs. I'm gonna give you three jobs that will, that will be there that aren't here today. The first job is emotional counseling. So basically telling you how to feel because you don't know how you're feeling. So your emotions are all over the place. So you, we're gonna actually have emotional consultants. So where you actually sit down and say, let me consult you on your emotions. Are you ready for that, right? The other thing is gonna be multi-layer farming. So I think they already do in some parts of the world, but those people who can do multi-layer farming and control the new technology that does that is gonna be super relevant. So that's buildings. Instead of having buildings with offices and cars, and we're gonna have buildings with farms and living things, and smart people, right? A few smart people. The other thing that's gonna be super important is uh, agriculture on Mars. So let me ask you this, what are you doing that could help those three areas right now? And could your job be irrelevant tomorrow? And what if it is? What if what you are doing today is super irrelevant in the next 10 years? What do we do? What happens if you spend your whole life working on something, studying for eight to 10 years, like being a legal counsel? In fact, this article actually says that lawyers will be extinct. But you take so long to become a lawyer and a practitioner that the next day you wake up and guess what? It's all online based. It's all managed because of algorithms and rhythmics online and you are completely irrelevant. What happens? So what are we doing today that could be irrelevant tomorrow? Are we working on the function of something or are we working on the vision of something? Are you working on function or vision? because that's gonna determine how relevant you are in the next 10 days, in the next 10 years, in the next 15 years. So there are three things that will never become irrelevant. The first thing is the innovator. If you're an innovator, you will never be irrelevant because what does innovation mean? Innovation means you are solving a problem that needs to be solved and coming up with the turnkey solution on how to do that. So if you're an innovator, guess what? You can be an innovator anywhere. Because if you've got a culture, we talk about culture all the time, that culture is more important than strategy. Culture is more important than knowledge. So if you are in an environment which has a progressive culture and a problem-solving culture, then you will become an innovator, which means you can solve problems wherever you are. You're the innovator. Hussein Bolt is around people in Jamaica who constantly are winners when it comes to sprinting. So they are constantly around that. And, and, and one of the things they said is the, the biggest thing that makes us the best is because whenever people come, they know they're joining a winning culture. So what kind of culture are you in? Are you in an innovative culture? Are you promoting innovation? Because innovation is, I'm problem solving this. And if you have a problem solving culture, guess what? You can be taken right now and put into an agriculture meeting and they're trying to solve a problem. And guess what? Because you know you're a problem solver, you can solve problems wherever you are. The second thing is the creative. This will never ever get old because there will always be things to create and things to express, right? So we're gonna say this is the express. The vision to, is to express. In the church, we express his glory. In the church, we express his kingdom. In the media industry, you express a message to clients, right? Or to the market. 
The innovator, let me just come back here quick. The innovator solves problems. How many of you know there will always be problems to solve? So if you're an innovator, you're, a, you're always going to be relevant. If you're a creative, there's always going to be things to express. So let, let me give you an example. Um, there was a guy, a uh, really well-known person, and he studied music his entire life, right? Creative music, went to school for music, plays guitar super well, writes songs, and just got into a space where his music wasn't working for him. But he had to make money. So he went into this really high-end neighborhood, and he picked up a, uh, a paintbrush and pastels and canvases. And he started to paint for the first time in 15 years. And guess what? His art, his first art pieces sold for, for tons of money. Tons and tons of money. Not because he'd been painting his whole life, but because he'd been creating his whole life. So when he picked up a, uh, a canvas and some color and some paint, his creative ability just came through with the paint. So you, so you may be saying, okay, well, is my, am I going to be relevant tomorrow? If you are in one of these three things we're talking about, then yes, you will. So don't focus so much on your function. Many people say, well, um, I'm a speaker. Okay, you're a speaker, but what happens if we create robots that speak way better than you and we have these robot motivation conventions? And they're like, well, those robots, they never stuff around. And in fact, they are so inspirational because they take all the greatest quotes from everyone in history and they power it to you and they play music while they're doing it, while they're speaking to you. Okay, so if all you are is a speaker, then you've got to watch out. But if you can be a creative where you're expressing a message to someone, and no matter what happens, you're good at expressing that, whether it's with art or with, with, um, uh, with, uh, um, with music or with, with conversation, then you will never be irrelevant, right? And, and, I'm, and we're going to ask this at the end. What, what, what do you feel like you are? What culture are you around? And again, the culture goes into three different things. It goes into person, it goes into teams, and it goes into organizations, and eventually nations. So what kind of culture are you around? Now, the last one, what can you think the last one is? The connector. Can you connect the dots? One of the most valuable people in the world is the connector. Can you see the relevance between two different people and connect them and make them see the relevance? Can you see the relevance between five different pieces of technology to produce one common thing? So if you're a connector, there will always be things to connect. No matter what happens, no matter if robots come and take every single function the world has ever created, you will always have a place. If you're an innovator, you will never be outdated. If you're a creative person that can express things, you will always be relevant. And if you're a connector, you will never become expired. Because these are things that always have to happen in the world that we're in. We always have to innovate, we always have to create, and we always have to connect. And if you can do that, then your culture will always be progressive. We've got to ask ourselves, what is our culture? What is your internal culture? Are you thinking like this? Too many people I speak to, you ask them what they do, and they say, well, I make coffees. You are, you are a coffee maker. You just are a barista. What happens when we create a robot that is way better than you in making coffees? What happens? If you think function your entire life, and many people are like that today, we have people in marketing departments all over this country. They do not know what marketing actually is. They know a book 20 years ago that has no relevance to the market today. Why? Because they're dumb bombs, not heat-seeking missiles. Because all they're doing is just going, well, I guess that's the way we are. If we can innovate. For example, function, right? What did Solomon ask for? He asked for wisdom, right? Jesus gives us wisdom to lead people. 
Wisdom is not something that's fixed. Wisdom is navigatable. Wisdom is situational. Wisdom is no matter what happens in this problem, I will have wisdom to solve it. So a lot of this comes back down to wisdom. Is do we seek wisdom or do we seek knowledge? The Bible says lots of knowledge puffs up, but my spirit gives understanding. Unbelievable, right? So again, we've got to retrain the way that we think and retrain the way that we educate. Um, otherwise, we get, we get focused on one specific thing and then that thing moves and we get freaked out. Or we stop innovating. Many people just do what they're told to do. That is the worst thing to ever do. Many people are in a culture where the boss is there to make them do their job. If you've ever thought like that, you are in a regressive culture. If you ever thought that authority is there just so that you don't mess around, you're in a regressive culture. But if you're there and you're thinking and, and, and you're saying, okay, authority is there to give me the freedom to rock the world with a vision and cut through red tape to make me, to make me rock it, then we're in a progressive culture, right? Because we're innovating ways to be better. We're creating ways to make sure the world knows about the message of Jesus and knows about what we're doing. And we're connecting the right people so that we can have unity. Unbelievable. So what do you do? Who are you? Because these will never be irrelevant. Culture breeds culture. So if you've got an insecure culture and you've got a functionary culture, no one wants to have innovation because they're like, I don't know, man. You look at, you know, we deal with a lot of corporates and you go in there and you literally have a 70-year-old running the social media marketing of a company. Why? I have no idea. Bad culture. Terrible culture. Yeah. Again, so, so, so again, it comes back down to cultures. Who are you around? Have you ever felt yourself becoming worse? Like you literally, like I, I've been to meetings and conferences where I feel, leave feeling like a worse person than when I came in. I'm like, I am dumber for being here today. So again, you've got, to, you've got to look at who you're around. What are you doing to add to the flair of life? What are you doing to add to progression in your teams? What are you doing to add to that every day? What are you doing that to add to your marriage? Again, it's such a big deal because most people don't focus on that. Every day, what do they wake up? Here's my job. Here's my position. Here's my desk. Here's my papers. Here's what I have to do to get by so I can go home and have a pina colada and go to sleep. That's terrible. Here's the thing. How to get out of a bad culture? It's two different, two different ways. Number one, you, you change yourself. Every single day you're saying, what kind of person am I? How do I change myself? Am I better? How am I thinking about this? Am I functionary? The other way is you have the hardest questions with the people above you and below you. Because you cannot afford to keep quiet when you see someone in leadership having a bad culture. You cannot afford that. What people say is, okay, just exit myself out. You don't exit yourself out. You challenge first. Hey, guys, this is bad. We've been waiting three months on this. We've had no communication. This doesn't work. This is bad culture. You challenge the people under you. If, if, you've, been given, if you've been given to me to work and I'm serving you, I can't serve a loser, right? Because leadership is servership. So I can't serve a loser. You better get your stuff together because if I have to keep following up on you, that's bad culture. Again, it's, so it's challenge up, challenge down, and change yourself. Challenge above you, challenge beneath you, and change yourself. That's how you break out of culture. But too many people don't want to challenge up. Too many people are scared if they challenge up that they're going to lose their job. Well then, if you lose your job because you're challenging a better way, you might as well leave that job. And you're better off. Because otherwise you're going to be functionary and irrelevant in 10 years. 
come on guys, let's make sure our, our culture is unbelievable. Next week, I'm going to be talking about type A and type B projects. Super important. Massive. Change your life the way that you think.